ABF Creative. ABF Why, hello there. Welcome back to Camp Red Run Reaction Show, where we'll be reacting to Eli's fine, chillingly good stories and crazy antics over the course of a very sinister season. I'm your host, Wandon, one of the creators of Camp Red Rum, and I'm joined by my very amazing co-host, Jameson. Hello. <laughs> Who knows everything about Camp Red Rum, and here we go. Jameson, it feels like this story is perfect for you. Want to know why? Why? Since you're always helping babysitting your own siblings. How do you feel about this so far? Like, how do you feel about babysitting in general? Mm, it's a little hard, but the only the good way to get them, like, to listen to you is to say, uh, like, let's say, if you don't do very good stuff while mom and dad are gone, you won't watch TV or play video games. And, like, right after that, they snap to attention. And while I'm doing <laughs> my homework and stuff, they um they start quiet. They read books. And then when I'm done, they can play video games. And there we go. Problem play video problem. games. This is true. Or watch sports. That's you love sports. Watch sports shows because you love sports. I was anticipating you were going to say something like that. Um, so, all right, let's just jump straight away right into the recap of episode 11, Don't Wake the Baby. Uh-huh. In this episode, the power is still out at Camp Red Rock. Um, The campers... You know, they had a storm last week. And to Eli's frustration, he can't get anything to work. He just he just can't. He can't get anything to work. So he tries restoring the generator with no luck. He has no luck in restoring the generator. He's not all tech savvy. That is until the kids show up. Their antics give him an idea. And so Eli decides to implement a new plan. He is always a taskmaster trying to figure out something new. And don't wake the baby. A strange new neighbor interrupts Tasha's evening by asking if she can babysit. Hmm. Neighbor wants me to babysit? No. <laughs> Not expecting much from it, Tasha agrees to help out, only to come face to face with an unimaginable horror. Awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Just like in, in rare Jameson form. Awesome. Okay. That really makes you think, doesn't it, Jameson? Yes. And I'm like scratching my head to see what it was. Because what if they make a Camp Red Room movie or something? I can see the baby. I mean, that's right. Because after all, how scary can babysitting really be? I mean, I'm sure Tasha did not go into it thinking it was going to be a scary experience. Have you ever had any situations where babysitting got a little scary? Mm, no. Unless you count my brother sneaking into my bedroom when I'm sleeping and yelling at me. 
you count that. Okay, that could that <laughs> that could kind of frighten you to death if you're sleeping. That's true. That's true. All right, but before we get into it, let's first see what's with Eli. Here's my first question for you, Jameson. We're starting to see a trend with Eli. Now, all of these ideas are straight up wacky and wonky. Considering what we already know about him, why do you think Eli resorts to ridiculous plans instead of logical ones? Maybe he just wants to grab the... Maybe he just wants to grab the campers' attention and, like, like, grab their, like... So, for example, if you want to, like, grab somebody's, like, attention, then make make a story that doesn't sound, like, real. While logical can make it sound real, but they won't be interested. But they'll only be interested if it's, like, very, very scary and very, very unimaginable. Right. Right. All right. Let's get into a little deeper. Why do you think Eli is so clueless with machinery and technology? Why do you think that? Maybe because since he's been locked away in Camp Rebrum, then he hasn't had really that much experience with machinery and technology, basically. Because Redrum just a camp. No technology. But that does make me seem to wonder how he gets his lights on in, in the cabin. And he is old. He's kind of old. Sometimes old people, you know, they can't relate to technology. And let's not forget his loss of memory. The vortex. He has a bad memory. So let's not forget that. Bad memories can really like, trigger. Yeah. And it can make you forget stuff. Right. Right. Okay. Do you see this hindering Eli's overall progress as he hunts for clues to escape? So we know he's in constant rotation of clues for him to escape. So do you think this will, like, stifle his progress a little bit? Yes. So when he keeps on gathering more clues, he can get more information. When he gets more information, he can figure out how to escape. When he escapes, he won't be, like, funky with technology anymore. And his, and his like lost memory won't won't like like affect him anymore. Right, right. Because he can just Google it. He can just voice note it. He can just do anything. Right. So even if his memory doesn't come back fully, he can still, you know, it, when when if if he gets out of camp, if he ever gets out of camp, Red Rum. And mind you, we kind of don't want him to. Because then, where are we going to get these stories? who's going to tell us these fine, chilling stories. So we kind of don't want him to go, but nevertheless. Okay. I do think you're on to something there, for sure. Um, That if he slowly gets his memory back and he gets some technology, he'll probably be able to do a lot more, for sure. So, can't wait to see what plans out into the next and later episodes from Eli, for sure. But for now, Let's switch gears again and get started on our campfire chat. Uh-huh. All right, Jameson, we are around the campfire and you know we are going to get into this story. So, you're a big brother to three siblings. Feels like this is really your area of expertise. 
Yes, definitely my my expertise of area. Yes. All right. What was the weirdest or most stressful babysitting experience you've ever had? When when both my parents were doing yard work and they wanted to, like, they were arguing over what, like, show they wanted to watch on TV. And I was, like, like, I was upstairs taking a shower and I couldn't really do anything. And then I had to listen to them, like, yelling at each other for, for like, 10 straight minutes while I get my clothes on. And I run downstairs and then I decided to say, you know what, I'll, go, I'll make, some, make you some dinner. And then... They decided to argue over what Sloppy Joe's st- like. Should I make Sloppy Joe's or should I make tacos? And then that's when my <laughs> that's when my parents came, came back in the house, and they settled on noodles. Okay, okay, that sounds like a trick, a pretty tricky babysitting experience for sure. Okay, now from that, can you relate to any of Tasha's frustration in the beginning? You know, it sounds like she wanted some time alone. She just wanted some alone time. That's what I. That's what I would like, alone time. Just some. <laughs> and Tasha's frustration, I can see why. Because she just wants to play her miniature video game. She just wants to hang out, and relax, and be like eating chips, stuffing chips into her mouth, eating cereal. She just wants to enjoy your afternoon before um, her siblings at home, basically. Right, and she had those twins. All right, here's a here's an even deeper dive. What do we think that baby actually was? Now, before we put our hypothesis out there, our best guess, let's look at some clues. So. The rust-stained clothes in the laundry basket. That's one. The guttering growls. That's two. Bones with teeth marks. That's a huge one. And then a fanged mouth. Ugh, just gross and, and, and those, those, those sloppy, spitty noises that it made. It's just so disgusting. So what, in your professional opinion, your professional Camp Red Rum opinion, what do you think that baby actually was? Maybe it's like a mutated lizard m- mixed in with like a wrestling guy. And then it's like a, t- but it's mixed in tiny. So it's a tiny, um, like lizard wrestling guy. But they got teeth, they got like scales. And basically, and they get have like this real green glow. Wait, 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 wait scratch that. They, go, they literally dive into a radi- radioactive factory and get the green glow. Basically, this. Ooh, maybe I should just green glow. Sweet! Green glow. Because that green glow was everywhere. That green glow was underneath the door. She saw it um, right away. She saw that green glow right away. So, yeah, that 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 monster baby got that green glow from somewhere. And it, and it wasn't natural, that's for sure. Okay. Here's, a, you know, something I've been thinking about because of what the mom said about don't ever go down to that apartment is... Why do you think the Carters chose Tasha out of everyone in that building? Why do, you, why do we think she, 
you know, why did why did they choose her? Maybe they just wanted to get the mom because remember, like her mom could like babysit the baby. Maybe the mom was the target, but they got Tasha instead, and they just like they're just like going from apartment to apartment, getting um like people that they're like rest small wrestling monster lizard baby can eat. Right. Right. That's true. That hey, listen, they targeted Tasha for a reason. We don't know what it was, but that's the that's the good that's a good summary. I mean that that's you know, that really literally could happen. They they just targeted her because she was available. Who knows? Okay. What do you think happened to Tasha at the end? Is there any chance she survived in your opinion? What do you think happened? No. No way. No way. After that, no way. Like, how can anybody survive that? Or unless those screams are just like, when she's like scratching against that wall and then finally digs a hole and then like runs all over the place trying to get out, trying to escape the wrath of the like tiny rustling monster like lizard radioactive baby. Right, right. I don't think she escaped either. I think poor Tasha. I think Tasha became radioactive baby food. (laughs) That's what she became. She became baby food. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. So let's move on. That was a lot to even think about that. Poor girl. Rest in peace, Tasha. It was definitely a dark twist. That's for sure in the story. I wasn't expecting that. So let's see what the other campers have to say about Don't Wake the Baby in our segment, New Campers Knows. Woo! All right. Wonderful. Okay. So our first comment is from Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Who says, how did the monster know Tasha's name? Oh, wow. Was this planned all along? Because I think it might have been. Why else would Mrs. Carter come knocking on Tasha's door? That's a great point, Jameson. What do you think? Kenny might be on to something. Maybe that lizard, like, actually has, like, brain powers and, like, in, like, when the ba- when the baby's asleep, or the lizard's asleep, I don't know what's which, it can, like, escape its body and then in the spirit, and it can just go from, like, apartment to apartment, and then that's how I found Tosh's name. And then go back, and then when Tosh comes, Tosh! There we go. Problem solved. (laughs) Pretty pretty sinister monster. Pretty sinister monster. Okay. Now, here's another note from Rochelle. Hey, Rochelle. Thank you for writing in. Okay. Rochelle says, the story mentioned a black chain in the living room. Does that mean the Carters let the baby out of its room from time to time? Oh, 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 boy, maybe. Do you think that's the case, Jameson? Or do you think that the chain serves a different purpose? Maybe the chains, like, instead, what if the chains are, mo- are like, put over the baby's mouth so they don't eat the cards? 
maybe they're used so the carters don't get nom 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 nom. So Yeah, they won't be baby food. That's that's a good that's a good way of thinking about it. That's a good way of thinking about it. Well, thank you, Rochelle. And thank you so much, Kenny, for your comments. Thank you so much. Keep writing in. Um, thank you again, campers, for submitting your awesome questions. And we love hearing them and we love hearing from you. If you're listening to this episode and have your own comments and questions you like to share, no problem. Don't forget to give us a ring-a-ling. The number is 877-929-2232 to record your message. The best, only the best, voicemail message might even get played live on a recording of the reaction show. You can also leave your comments on ratemypodcast.com slash Camp Red Rum and rate Camp Red Rum as well. All right, Jameson, this has been an awesome, awesome campfire chat as usual. And that is a wrap. Thank you for joining us on another successful reaction episode. Be sure to tune in next time where we'll be reacting to a blood curdling story about twisted events that happen on our favorite holiday Christmas Eve. Now, I don't even know why Eli gonna give a bad story on Christmas Eve, but there you go. But before you leave, make sure to follow Camp Red Rom on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen early and ad-free by subscribing to ABF Fan. See you next time. Thank you, Jameson. Thank you. See you later.